welcome to the South Road Boy. How's those nuts going? <laughs> yeah, they're fine, thanks, Yeah, mate. good, 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 good. Yeah, great. Thanks very much. It's great. <laughs> Welcome, mm. listeners, ladies, gentlemen, aliens, politicians, mm. public porn stars, and movie celebratory individuals. Wow, I can actually the- see those words forming <laughs> in your head. To the final episode before our next live show. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. All ages. All ages. Oh, well, actually, no. no. Actually, no. Not all, no, probably 18 no plus. No children. 18 plus. No children. Yeah, it's in, a, it's in a beer company place where they sell alcoholic beverage. It's called Penguin Beer Co. Yes. Almost like a tavern, but not. <sighs> no. Nah. Uh, it's nice, though. It is. I like it. You've got like three days to buy your tickets. Actually, yeah. By the time you listen to this, yep. work you, your shit out. If That's w- if you listen to this on- Monday. Well, Tuesday, yeah. Like, if you listen to this the day we drop, which is a Monday. It's Tuesday. You've only got two days. If it's Wednesday you listen to this, you've got one day. If it's Thursday, it's tonight. Correct. If it's Friday, what the you fuck it. are you doing with your life? You missed it. Mm. Idiot. 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 Most of our listeners <laughs> do come under that. <laughs> idiot. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> People say, you know, what am I, a non-binary? No, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Is Take that, that pronoun. <laughs> My pronoun is fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it aligns to a lot of people. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, man? Um, well, I had all these wonderful things to talk about. Yeah. And then you decided to have a conversation prior to the podcast. Yes. About stuff you've been up to. Mm. And then I just went, you know what, forgotten all of it. <laughs> so... I don't have a lot, I've got to admit, but I do have one big thing. Oh, that's what she said. I have. And this could this could go come out as though it's going to be something different, as though it's going to be problematic, mm. as though maybe I've got issues, as though maybe we need to have a conversation about life choices. Yours or mine? Mine. No, I, that doesn't surprise me. But I have a sports bet problem. A okay. sports bet conundrum. A sports bet conundrum. Mm. What do I believe your sports bet conundrum could be? Have you got a multi on somehow? I do have a multi on. Right, you got a it's multi. It's also it's a shared multi. It's a bet with mates multi. A bet with mates. Oh, with tell you what, my wonderful mate Bubba. So, anyone who's got sports bet, fucking you owe some dollars now for advertising. <laughs> and by the way, your advertising is working. <laughs> we're, we're using all the slogans. Well, here's the thing. So, bets or mates works where. Because I, I don't use sports bet a lot. I use it for footy bets, multis, hmm. which I don't intend any of them normally to win. It's just a little bit of extra fun with the footy. All right. Now, I don't wager. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't bet. So let me see whether or not the advertising of sports bet works oh. so I can describe oh. to you I what I believe it is. You've picked a multi-bet either in one sport or across multiple sports. Look at you getting- On a on a, on given silent. result, which could be the end of the game or it could be the spread or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say you're picking th- six outcomes. Okay. You pick three outcomes yep. and Bubba picks three outcomes. Right. And then you split your pot and you split your winnings. You know, that that does sound like it could be possible, but it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, but it may, I see work, where though. you're coming from, though. It makes sense. Yeah. So the way it works instead, though, is you have you have your sports bet account mm. on your phone. Mm-hmm. And then you can go into what we call bets with mates. So you invite someone to join your group. Mm-hmm. So is that like words with friends? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Bang with your buddy. Bang with your buddy. Um, so it's it's like a threesome, except there's only two of us. No, so it's like normal sex, you except with only your best mate. I'm not really sure what that's called. <laughs> it's with Bubba. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a jailbird thing, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So what you do is you um you both deposit money into that that joint account. Yes. It's like, it's like getting married. Okay, you're sharing in a, a bank In a gambling account. world. Yeah, you're married gambling. Yeah. You're, Gary, yeah. you're gambling married. <laughs> so here a while <laughs> only back. Only married in Vegas. <laughs> so here a while back, we thought, you know, well, we'll give this a run for a bit of fun. So we both shot 10 bucks and we joined an account with $20. Sure. But you don't share the bet. You still make your own bets in that group. So right. you, you can talk to each other to make a bet and it'll be made as your one account. Mm-hmm. But you can't jump on. I like I can't, can't jump on my phone and put three bets in, and then Barbie jumps in and adds three to it. 
Right, but can you... I don't... Well, actually, then again... Can you use up I, all I've the got 20 admit, bucks? I've got to admit now... Yeah, you can. Um, I've <laughs> got to admit now... Actually, now you say it, look, you probably can. We just haven't tried doing it that way. Okay. So I'm not a, a, a gambling expert, to be honest. Because I would have thought that's the way it's pitched, that you all, you're all you all making a decision on what bets yeah, you're going to put. that would make sense. And then you... Form a multi together. Yeah, and look, that's that's very. And that sounds very loving, like and sexual. Let's just say, for example, you're into your footy. Bubba's into his basketball. You go, look, I'll put two bets on the footy. You put a couple of bets on the basketball. We'll yep. form a multi out of that. Yeah. Look, that, that actually sounds like it's very possible. That sounds probably <laughs> fuck if I know. <laughs> but anyway, yes, we decided to do this here oh, a couple of months back. What are you wagering on at the moment? Oh, well, a couple of months back, it was football, of course, right? Because that was what was on. Um, so we'd put, say, 10 bucks in each, and we'd both throw a couple of $5 multis, and, and you'd be able to actually see what each other's bets were. That was the fun part. Oh, okay. So you could actually see what the other guys put on. You could follow his bet and your bet in the one little account. Legend And he'd be loser. like, oh, I'm going, shit, fuck, you're going, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the rest of it. So that was fun. We never won anything out of it. Right. But we okay. only spent, like, 10 bucks each in this account. Sure. And then every couple of weeks, they kept giving us 20 bucks worth of bonus bets. Keep you Four interested. or $5 bonus bets, sure. which are, uh, makes sense. I get it. They're like, you know, these guys are throwing a few bucks in. If we keep them hooked into it, they'll spend their own money too. Sure. So we're not going to give you $1,000, but we'll give you the equivalent enough, of what you're spending. Enough to fuck around with. Sure. Pretty much. So we'd use that. Didn't win anything. <laughs> couple of weeks later, Barbara messaged me, got bonus bets back. Well, fuck you, we'll do that. Winner. Jumped in, spent it, didn't win anything. Oh. Well, this happened like about six times. Okay. And we're like, why the fuck do they keep giving us bonus bets? Yeah. I mean, surely they can see from our pattern. We're not we're putting no any money in there. <laughs> well, they're not gaining anything out of us. Well, no, but that's the thing. You're looking at the app. True. And it's linked, I'm assuming, tenuously like a redheaded stepchild to your other sports bet account. Yes, which I do use a little bit during football season. During football season, mm-hmm. they can see that you punt, right? Yeah. Maybe not sheep stations, but enough. Oh, shit, no. So, but they go, let's let's keep him on the line over the summer. We might pick up a bit of cricket. Or, but when footy season comes back on and he does put a couple of punts on, we want to make sure he's using us and not somebody Instead, else. And that's the thing, because there are a lot of them now, and they're all very similar. They all market themselves in similar ways. Exactly. So, anyway, we got to the end of footy season. Well, okay, well, that's pretty much done. Um, and then here, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Bob sends me a message. Um, got some more bonus bets. Well, for fuck's sake, footy's finished now. What are we going to do? Yeah, what are you going to bet on? So Scandinavian so, trots. Well, that was a thing. He just <laughs> said, let's just bet on random shit. Oh, yeah, American so football. Did. So I just jumped on, and I know nothing about this. So I, I just jumped on and found out what was happening at the moment. American football. American football was a big Ameri- one. American baseball. Um, so well, I, they're in the finals. Well, I, just, I didn't even look for sports. I just looked at what was happening over the next week or so. Sure. I went, okay, I'll have that. I'll have that, and I'll pick that team, and I'll do that. And I picked, oh, tell me um, the sports. Tell me the sports. I picked 10 legs. 10 legs of a big – that's a big, fat multi. So either that or it's a fucking centipede gambling addict. Yeah. Um. So American footy. Yes. Right? Who, who have you got? We had uh, the Minnesota Vikings yes. versus the uh, New Orleans Saints. Oh, i take the Vikings. Vikings won. There you go. Bang, Tick. Joe for the win. Dallas Cowboys. Yes. It was the uh, Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington Commanders. Dallas Cowboys were the away team. Yeah, I'd take the Cowboys. Um, Cowboys won. Bang. Two ticks. How good's Jay? Uh, Houston Texans versus the LA Chargers. Ooh, Chargers in a tight one. Chargers tick. One. <laughs> Fucking yes. So this is all on the 3rd or the 10th. Yeah. So this is a week ago. So once again, this will be listened Last to. Monday. Week, yeah. So a week from when we're recording this episode. Mm. Um, we have the Buffalo Bills versus the Baltimore Ravens. Couple of great names there too, Ooh, by the way. I reckon I really Bills would have gone in as favourites, but I'll take the Ravens. You're wrong. The Bills won. Oh. Tick. Uh, we have, and that's that was pretty much that was the first four. That was all American footy. Right. Uh, there mustn't have been any any other games at that week. Yep. So I just was... went to the next thing, which was soccer, English soccer. Don't fucking know anything about. Oh, that Oh yeah, okay. Hit me with that one. So we got um um. I assume it's Nottingham Forest. Nottingham, Nottingham Forest, yep. Uh, versus, is it is it Leicester? Leicester City. Right. Yep, I'll take Leicester L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R, Leicester. L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R. Leicester City. Yeah, uh, Leicester won. Bang. Tick. Got that one too. We have uh, Newcastle versus Brentford. Newcastle. One. Tick. Bang. Bang done. <laughs> 
We got West Ham versus Fulham. Go the Hammers! One tick. Fucking, I love the Hammers. Right, that's fucking. So that's that's seven down. Yeah. Right. Um, Crystal Palace versus Leeds. Ooh, Leeds. Leeds United. Uh, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I know nothing about. So I mean, I know the game. Yes. Don't yes. follow any of it. Though. Beckham. Just yeah. That's <laughs> as Ronaldo. much as I know. Um. Yeah. So Crystal Palace versus Leeds. Leeds. Uh, no, it was Crystal Palace. Yeah. Won that one, though. Tick. Nice. Eight out of eight. Fuck. Uh, Manchester United versus Everton. Man, you. One tick. Mm. So, can I just point out that the, um, so we had the ones, all the, the American stuff was on the third, right? Yep. The, um, A game that you know very little about. Yeah. Um, Leicester, uh, that was on the fourth. Mm. And there were no games until the ninth and the tenth, which mm. is the last couple of days. Yes. So- I just fucking forgot about it. As you do. Yesterday, Bubba messaged me. He says, no pressure, but there's only one win left. Yes. And I'm going, what the fuck are you, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I went, no. no. I've jumped in and looked. So we've got one game what left. What is it? It's um, Nottingham Forest versus yes. Aston Villa. I'm going to tip Aston Villa. Aston Villa is what we've got on the there. So um, the game at the moment, anyone fucking, people must be love listening. This is so exciting. <laughs> this is in the past right. anyway. Aston Villa's paying two bucks. Uh, Nottingham Forest is paying three seventy. Oh, so we'll pick the favourite then. We'll pick the favourite by a mile. Yeah. So what can I just get, point out it well, was five dollar bonus bet. What do you get for a draw? Lost. Oh, so you have to pick a winner. Here's where my conundrum comes from. We'll get to that. So five dollar bonus bet, right? Yes. It was paying two hundred and forty to one. It's worth twelve hundred dollars if this one game gets up. Yes. Twelve hundred bucks. But what's the payout at nine? Nothing. Nothing. It's there or it's nothing. That's oh, it. Oh, because it's a bonus, bonus bet. bet. No cash outs. Oh, okay. It's all the way. So yep. we've we've got the favourite. Mm. Two bucks to three seventy or whatever. Favourite by mile. Question. Yep. Do you get the cash or because it's a credit you only you get- lo- you don't get the five dollars. Oh, they take the five dollars. You get the eleven hundred and ninety. So we're, we're looking at making 600 bucks each out of this. If this one game gets up, it's on at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes. I have an app on my phone where I can watch it. I don't even watch soccer, but I'm fucking – I'm hooked. I'm in. I've got to know. Would. Got to know. I yeah. can't just look for a result. But here's the conundrum. Mm. Need a mouthful of my drink for this because it's a very fucking serious conundrum. I tell you what, though, with this money, if you win, that you, you're going to have to spend some of that money when you go to the Ashes to see whether or not you can at least go to their home ground. No, say, actually, I got to say, um, on yesterday, no Saturday, mm. um, I bought new golf shoes, new golf bag, a new putter. Spent seven hundred and fifty bucks at Drum and Golf, so okay. this will go a long way to going back in the bank account. Fair enough. <laughs> but here's the conundrum. Yes. So they are favourites. Well, I mean, I didn't want to put it on. They were two dollars twenty five. They're paying two bucks now, so they've they've favourited more, <laughs> right? <laughs> Technical gambling yeah. term. Wagering, sorry, wagering. Favorited more. So I'll have a little bit of a conundrum. So if they win this, because mm. it'll be split evenly with Barbara and I, that's how it works. Doesn't matter who put the bet on. Are you just going to cash out and just what? new phone who that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but we always split it down. That was actually the thing. We said if any of us win, we'll split it down the middle. But that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole idea because you don't know sure. who's going to win. Yeah. And if you happen to get a big one that's funny like this, then, you know, that's just what you do. Happy days for everyone. Yeah. But- so that's going to be that will be a six hundred dollar win. Right? Mm, I can I can counter my wage a little bit by throwing a hundred bucks on a draw because the odds are if they're not going to win, mm. they will draw. But, I mean, there's still a chance the other guys can win. Mm. There's a lot better chance that they'll draw than lose. Yes, which means I could put a hundred bucks on at three forty, still make two hundred and forty bucks, even if I lose the other one. But if the other one gets up, I'm losing a hundred bucks, still making five hundred. So the conundrum is, do you spend the extra 100 bucks to counter your bet, knowing that it gives you a chance to win both ways, with a slim chance- Hang on, there's three outcomes. With a slim chance, you could lose if the other guys gain the glory and come out of nowhere and get a win. So riddle me this, why have you not done, what are the odds to put, well, 100 bucks, you put it on them to win, you're going to get 400 back. Well, well, that's- that's, Which means that you're only going to win- But that's the other way around it. So, So you could go, okay- Fuck this thing. Welcome to, <laughs> riveting welcome to the Gambling Podcast 101. <laughs> Sports bet odds. So you could go put 100 bucks on at 340, yep. right? And then you could put 100 bucks on them to win at 370. Mm. Right. So if neither of those come up and the original bet comes up on the $5 bonus, mm. you're winning 600, you're losing 200. 
So you're winning 400. 400 up. Yeah. Um, If it works out the other way and they either lose Mm. or the opposition win, or it's a draw, you're then spending 200 to maybe win 140. So that, only, on, only on the draw, but if the other team are at four, yeah, but if you win a hundred on each, because you're going to lose that other hundred, you bet because you bet a hundred on the draw, mm. hundred on the other team to win. So either the other team wins and you lose that two hundred, but you win the six hundred. Mm. It's a draw, and you lose the other hundred, but you win say three forty, so you gain two forty, mm. or you don't. Um, uh, every yes, way in history in front. Yeah, so but that this is a conundrum, like that because that's what I'm thinking. Do you put a hundred bucks on the draw? Do you put a hundred bucks on each? Spend two hundred. You're to, gonna you're to gonna either gain four hundred over there yeah. as a profit, or gain what are we talking three seventy two seventy? You're going to gain say one hundred and forty or one hundred and seventy profit. Why would you not? You're going to win anyway. But this is exactly right. But the question though, this is a conundrum. Huh. Do you spend to win? Or do you spend to cover knowing you won't lose? Because everything, every money you, every bit of dollar you spend mm. is coming off what you could possibly win the other way around. Mm. But do you just cover all your odds and go, you know what, fuck it. I'm well, going to win no matter what. It's Crystal Palace, did you say, is the opposition? Uh, no, it's um, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. So you could spend, mm. instead of spending 100 bucks on Nottingham Forest to win and getting 400 if they do, you could spend $50 on Nottingham Forest to win, which gives you 200 which means... You still win fifty bucks, like you. It, yeah, true. It doesn't have to be a hundred. That's why it's called gambling, mate. I know, but you don't normally get this close on the multi to the point where you can actually cover your wage a little bit. Mm. And also, want to bet you didn't even fucking pay for. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just these are the pressures of life. <laughs> these are the first world problems. It is, Joe. <laughs> I can guarantee right now. Yes, there is someone in a little bunker. In Ukraine, going, fucking hell, I just got to get that last bit on the multi. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm mean, thinking. And the thing is, he's going to have to wait till Starlink goes over to give him internet access. Exactly. He doesn't he's even a, know. He's got a three minute window to be able to place that bet. <laughs> Talk about fucking pressure. And he's got, you know, Claymore mines <laughs> lobbing in everywhere. Like, that's a fucking pressure multi. It is. <laughs> So go to let be someone in Ukraine that's on this multi. <laughs> Bit more than your warm Tassie home where you're wondering, have I got the extra two hundred to be able to guarantee the win? It's just it's it's, it's Well, big. I'm sure the roadies on Thursday the twentieth of October would be happy to find out what you ended up doing. So it might be a case I might just chuck, you know, fifty mm. bucks on the draw and fifty bucks on the win. Knowing that no matter what happens, you're gonna be in front. Mm. In front's in front. I mean, it's not very often you actually get to be in a situation where it doesn't matter what you do, you will win. Correct. And all I did was win, 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 win. Unless I forget, though, that, that the odds are in a very good favour. You're going to get the penalty. That we're going to get the big multi. Mm. Which means if it is a case, put 50 on the draw, 50 on the on the, the other team winning, mm. you're spending 100 bucks. the multi gets up, you're still 500 in front. Each. Yes. I mean, He's 600 in front. So he hasn't done this. I'm, I'm just thinking of doing this for me. I didn't oh. give a fuck about Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Bubba could walk away with nothing. Bubba could walk away with nothing. And I could go, because we discussed this earlier on text message. Because oh. he said as well, you know, but th- we should. I've been thinking about covering it over. I'm like, so have I. And then he said, no, nah, we'll just let it ride. And I'm going, oh, I'm not oh. sure. <laughs> I think there's a way we can cover this to make sure that no matter what happens, we win. Or, or at least I win. <laughs> Bubba's a lot more zen about this than you are. <laughs> You're going to agonise over this until 5am tomorrow morning. Well, that's the thing, so I'm going to set the alarm for 6 o'clock. Yes. And I fucking hate soccer, but I'm watching this bitch. Well, why do you set it for 6am when you know it's 90 minutes? Why don't you just set it for 7.30 and just watch the last five minutes? Because, no. Because you don't care about the result. You, sorry, you like, don't care about the game. You just care about the result. It's true, but if I... Why do you want the agonising 90 minutes if... Because I still love sport and I love that nice egg stuff. Oh, fair enough. You're going to get that. Yeah. Unless, just... of course, you end up with a nil all draw and that's just going to do your fucking head in. You'll go, I spent 50 bucks and an hour and a half of my life to watch a sport. I Actually, no, you'll be invested in this game. Well, still, because I'm still going to win... What are we? Hundred bucks something. Yeah, and so, you'll be invested in the game. So yeah. that's what—that's the excitement. Pretty much. 
Look, I watch any sport. <laughs> I enjoy sport. You're Australian. I'm just not someone who would follow soccer, though, because not enough scoring happens. Like, that's, fuck. That's the whole tension of it. And that's why they say that there's more, you know, the the, the fights. Well, what was it? Was there something like bloody 100 and something people killed in a after a game at Argentina or oh, some weird shit? Everywhere in the, the world. The other week? My favourite... My favourite. <laughs> Your favourite. Well, I've just gone to a dark place and I'm like, my favourite? My favourite death at soccer was three years ago. 23 people got crushed. It was fucking awesome. So, it was fucking flares and it was like fire. It was like New Year's Eve. Exactly. That's so, my favourite. So in in English Premier League, if yep. you would ask me who my team is, it would be West Ham, West Ham United. Right. If you were to ask me who my team is in the Scottish League of soccer or football, um, I would normally have said Celtic, but now I am. Um, well, you've swapped. I'm thinking about it. What's what's the reasoning behind? Because that's a big thing for um, a sports lover to do to swap a team to another. Okay, so I'm thinking about swapping to Hibs, which the Celtic supporters won't mind because they're both. Steeped in Irish Catholicism. Oh my god! Okay, because that's that's where a lot of the the soccer lines lie. The reason why I'm going to possibly swap to Hibs is they are a far less successful team, and I'm not used to backing oh, shit winners. Name for a team though, Hibs. Hibs. Uh, the, there's a bit more to it. I can't remember the full lot. Anyway, it sounds like a soft drink or something. But the reason but why pass me a can of Hibs is so when they won the soccer. Uh, the, the, the the league, mm-hmm. there is a video online. Go online and just watch Hibbs, um Sunshine on Leith. Right. Okay. Because they're based in a place called Leith. And that's where right, I Right, and that's it's, okay, right. On the mouth of the fourth nice, river. Nice, I can see in the Scotland, link. near Edinburgh. Leith. Yeah. And they sing, the whole crowd, you've got 90,000 people singing the the. Proclaimer's song, Sunshine on Leith. (laughs) (laughs) My heart was broken. Right, I see it. No, I see it. I see why you're doing it. The only reason I followed Celtic. It's not. The only reason I followed Celtic is because I lived over the road from the uh, secretary of the Melbourne Celtic Supporters Club. Right. Mr. Raymond Murray. (laughs) I think I've told you the story, but I went to watch an old firm match. An old firm is... Rangers versus Celtics, one of the biggest rivalries in sports on the planet. Right. Because it's not only steeped in two teams that are against each other, you have your Catholics versus your yeah. Protestants. That's that's real shit. It's real fucking shit. This is yeah. this is centuries old feuding. Um over a round ball. Oh uh, well no. The I mean feuding I know it started firsthand. They just before the game. Yeah. And so they found a way to be able to get out their frustrations and they play football. Um so, so now now they, they do that, and then they go home and bash their wives and yeah, you know, exactly. get drunk. and Pint in a fight, good but, Friday yeah, night. But, you know, they're getting rid of some of their frustrations. Exactly. But I went and <laughs> Lovely <watched> fans. <laughs> they're great. Big yeah. fans. But I've never felt more welcomed amongst 200 strange people I'd never met before, having red hair, wearing yeah, a Celtics true. jersey, when Celtics score against Rangers at the Melbourne Celtic Supporters Club. Okay. <laughs> Just everyone how, how did it mates? feel though to be a redhead and be oh, accepted? Fuck it. it was like the promised land. It was just <laughs> I'd come home, and it's funny because when I first walked, like, it's like everyone's Mel Gibson. <laughs> but it was funny because when I went in there, I went in a little bit early with Ray because he was the secretary of the club, and there were some of the other members of the the administration part of the Celtic Supporters Club. Yep. And they walked in there, and I walked in, and I'm wearing the hoops, as they call them, or the hoops. Um, and I've got my fucking ginger fro going. And how long ago was this? Oh, be a while. What are we talking? Twenty years? Yeah, about that. Yep. And because you were more froey back then. Yeah, it was certainly very Rick Ashley. And <laughs> Ray said to the guys, "Okay, hey," <laughs> I'm like, "Is that Lemon?" He goes, sweet jinkies, boy. And the look on these men's faces, as if they had seen the Messiah when they looked their <laughs> eyes upon me. Now, history is wow. perhaps one of the greatest Celtic footballers of all time is Jimmy Johnson. Right. That's his name. And his nickname 
is Wee Jenky. Because mm-hmm. he was a little fella. He was a bit like fucking almost like a little Gary Ablett sort of thing. Like okay. Just a little in comparison to the rest of them. And he was a ginge. And obviously I looked to be about the right age. And when Ray said it's Wee Jenky's boy, he'd set this up months ago when he was going to take me to an old firm match, my very first one. Yep. I'm bringing Wee Jenky's boy. What do you mean Wee Jenky's boy? He's coming out from, you know, he's from the – and I'm going to – and so they just looked at me as if to go – and I went, get your hand off it, Ray. <laughs> Someone goes down the knees, starts bowing. Yeah, exactly. Om, they kiss the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Not that ring. <laughs> you know, whatever you're in for. Oh, dear me. Anyway, now speaking of sporting stories, I have a couple of sporting stories for you. I'm going to let you choose the Ooh. sport and you tell That's me. That's pretty wonderful that by pure coincidence. And – People don't believe that we do this. No. But um, we don't talk really. I mean, hence the reason I had nothing to talk about. No. I was going to talk about that before we podcast, but then you told me your story. I didn't have time. Yeah. So I thought, fuck it, I'll, I'll mention it now. Why not? And now you've got sports stories. Baseball. It's like we're just on the same page. Tennis. Uh, baseball, tennis, chess. <laughs> really? You're putting chess in as a, a sport? Yeah. Okay. Baseball, tennis, or chess? Well, I'm going to go into into chess, and I'm going to assume it's about cheating. Because I've seen this in the correct. in the news Wait, reports correct. over the last few weeks. Yes, which I found it remarkable that someone has been accused of being a cheater. Yes, in a game such as chess, where you wouldn't think there's a way you could have sleight of hand. <laughs> well, here's the thing. But there's a way. Apparently, there's an unsubstantiated rumor suggesting that American chess player Hans Niemann used a method to cheat. Now, people go there and go, well, you can't really communicate the whole thing, but there are many grandmasters of chess who say if they had the ability to to make a different decision based on possibility of outcomes Mm -hmm. and made one different move at a certain period of time. I've changed history. That would – not history, but just (laughs) – well, technically, a game of chess is in history that yeah. would definitely change. Could definitely change the outcome of. It's like a sliding a doors chess. of chess, exactly. So, there was a time before Deep Blue when man ruled the chess world, cool. and then they built Deep Blue, which was the first the computer, supercomputer, supercomputer that mm-hmm. was able to beat a real human, a, a grandmaster. Yep. And now and that people, person is still in the fetal position, rocking back and forth, <laughs> weighing themselves periodically. And they're a Russian as well, so mm. you can understand why. Um, anyway, so now though that there's that intelligence and computer processing is caught up, machine chess or computer chess are more frequently able to beat grandmasters and all that kind of mm. stuff. So the theory being is if you had someone who was watching the game, they could then put that into one of these computer-generated chess AIs, which would give you a suggested move. Mm -hmm. And if you could then communicate that to the real player, they could make that move and potentially win the game. Yep. So let's just say, for example, right, here I am. I am playing. Fuck, this is a riveting podcast episode, (laughs) isn't it? We've gone from sports bet to Mm. football to soccer to chess. I am playing Magnus Carlsen. Right. As you would know, is the Norwegian chess oh. grandmaster. So I've actually got a T-shirt with him on it. <laughs> I would love a T-shirt with you on it. Yeah. Anyway, and you can see I'm in a bit, a bit of trouble because <laughs> I don't speak Norwegian. Um, and he's just pulled out the old shambone, some sort of weird move that you've never seen before. Right. And you're on the old, you know, Commodore 64. <laughs> Jeez, now we're going back. You've got Dexter out there with a probability score of <laughs> 83%. And you've come up with this. Yes, move the prawn. Move, move the, the prawn. prawn. <laughs> and you've got this You've got this move that you know is going to give him his comeuppance, right? right and you, you can over. see my finger wandering towards some sort of pawn or rook. And you go, oh, fucking no. How would you communicate to me so that no one else in the room would be able to get that message except for me. What would you think would be the covert way that you'd do it? Just to be able to – is it to stop you doing that move or to position you somewhere else to another move? Yeah, to, to basically say actually – or 
or you see that I'm waiting, kind of going, fucking, this is the one. You need to give me the signal. Now, you and I have communicated beforehand. Yep. And we've worked out a predestinated code. It's not like, move your queen to knight's fall or whatever, because yeah, that's no. probably not a D7. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're um, going to need a series of something. Yeah, look, I mean. What would you do? There's ways, right? I mean, you can't use the old hidden. You can't, <clears throat> you can't use that anymore. That's that's a bit obvious in this day and age. Yeah, people pick like, up on yeah, that. Yeah, that's look I've tried it many times. Yep. It's dated. It is dated. Yeah. The old laser. You've got flashing you, in the eyes. Tell, you've got the, the laser pointer. The laser pointer <laughs> from the squares. On the chest point. Once again, I've got a feeling though. Magnus that might pick Maybe that up. they might see that. Mm. Um there is the the um the flatulent sort of message. <laughs> which you can tone the fart. Oh, the to deep. code into where the move should go to. So the deeper the fart, the higher the piece? Deeper the fart. But the <laughs> higher the piece. <laughs> um, that could work. And if you shit yourself, yeah. it's the queen. I mean, there's the um, there's the blinking technique, like a bit of an SOS sort oh, of thing, like yeah, a Morse like code with the eyes. Like you're holding a yep, but newspaper that could, and you're But that really could be bad. a little bit hard, though, because once again, you're the person playing and suddenly you're concentrating on someone and they're blinking randomly. <laughs> like... I don't think that's going to work either. Semaphore flags are probably out. Um, I like so, your blinking, though. I reckon... Cause in a could, Morse code style. But then you've got to be somewhere where I can see you, but you've yes. also got a computer. Yes, that's true. I, I think yeah. they're going to see the <laughs> Commodore 64 it's also, it's also hard. sitting on your lap. Yeah. Uh, so the <laughs> other... Op- a PowerPoint? <laughs> um, the other option will be a little microphone in the ear, of course, but once again, they would check for that kind of shit. I mean, that's not going to happen. So yep. there's only one way to do this, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, insert a chip inside your brain mm. in which you can actually hear the commands brain to brain. You are so fucking close to Am how I? they have Okay, suggested- so I haven't looked in how it did it. I didn't even realise what happened. I just saw a, a headline that said that a chess master was cheating, and I thought, oh, fucking how can you do that? Now, an unsubstantiated rumour. Oh, right. I love those. Suggests that American chess player Hans Newman to try and defeat world chess champion Magnus Carlsen has taken the world by storm and Magnus Carlsen has suggested that Hans Niemann used anal beads. (laughs) That's obviously not correct. Correct. That is the claim. (laughs) What? Okay, so you may be aware that you can Oh, they're doing it on vibration. Correct. Fuck (laughs) off. (laughs) Are they seriously stating that, that he's is, trying to cheat at chess? That is the claim. With vibrating anal beads. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, you have to take your chess very seriously. Very seriously. <laughs> but you can get those remote control sex toys now. Oh, you can. You can have I mean, you can get um, like vibrators on an app. Yeah. So you can go out for dinner with your lovely lady or your lovely man, and you can jump on the app, and you can watch them at the other end of the table and go, oh! You can go by yourself if you like. Yeah, you could. You do it yourself, but it's probably not going to surprise you as much. <laughs> no, true. Because you may know you're doing it. True. But the beauty of that, though, is that I believe, because it's an app, mm. I mean, you could be in the next suburb. Yeah. And set it off. I'm not sure. I oh. don't think, no, I think it's Bluetooth connection. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, I do that, think it's a Bluetooth connection. Fun. I don't think Because it'd be great for a long distance relationship. I'm not relationship. sure I want my anal beads having Wi-Fi. No, it may be not an anal bead. <laughs> Maybe like a front vibe. Oh, know, yeah. And if you're in a long distance relationship, you know you can you can Look. be on the phone with each other, and then you can actually be oh, turning no, your no. partner on. Easy, you pair your anal beads to your phone, and your phone uses the internet to connect to the other phone, and that's how it sends signal through. Perfect, that would be great. That's probably but, how you. But do is it that really moment. how they said it was done? Well, that's the claim, and it, that is how the claim. do they work? I mean, is it like the blinking? Is there like a, what, a certain they, amount of vibrations they, or a certain? They amount haven't of- gone into the inertia because once again, it's a suspicion. Uh, so, September 5, Norwegian chess grandmaster Magnus Carlsen pulled out <laughs> of a half a million dollar cup tournament in the state of Missouri. Um, and what are they saying? A day later, the reigning five-time world champion tweeted a cryptic video of Portuguese footballer Jose saying, I prefer really not to speak. If I'm to speak, I'm in big trouble. In other words, I fucking know. But if I say something, I'm in big trouble. I just, 
How does he realise he's cheating, though? Is it a case of once again he goes to move and then kind of just pulls back and goes, oh, I don't know, and does the fake sort of still thinking? I don't know. I don't know. How do they know this stuff? Well, it's just why do they work out a code? But why does they? Why do they assume it's vibrating anal beads? Well, because I think I'm not sure that they. I don't know whether or not they give them a physical, but they actually do. There's actually video of them being patted down for um, other communication. Right. Devices. So they're basically saying that the only place I know of that you could have something prison wallet would be prison wallet. Yeah. yeah because we check the ears for mics. I mean, that would yeah. all be checked. Yes. Um, they've done the false tooth check. No. Could do that. Could do. Put a little false tooth. Yeah. Very 1940s C. You yeah, know, pretty much. Very, probably 1970 James Bond. Yeah. That kind of thing. Hope you don't get the cyanide one. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> want to make sure you bite on the right side. Yeah. Um, the thing is, this, this, this particular um, punter has said that he's cheated in the past. Oh. Um, online chess events, though. So obviously they have worldwide online chess yeah. events. Um, when he was twelve and sixteen. Well, in a similar way, like using a computer to make the decisions. Well, yeah, exactly. But surely the computer wouldn't have been. I mean, how old is this person? You can get two computers in the one room, mate. Yeah, but how old is this person though? Uh, what do they say? I think do we know how old he is. Mid twenties. Okay, right. So it wasn't that long ago. That's what I'm getting to. Like, whether it was a supercomputer at a point. That would be good enough to beat a grandmaster, but yes, yeah. it was only a few years back. So yeah, so yes, but and do, yes, I do know you can get two computers in one room. <laughs> you smart ass little cock. <laughs> so you could be playing your online game on computer A, and then computer B, you're running a sim. There you go. There you go. Wow. No evidence of cheating was found. Unsubstantiated rumours suggest that Neiman was wearing anal beads that transmitted signals and helped him win the game against Carlson. Started spreading. Probably helped him enjoy the game more too. But guess who added more fuel to the fire? Oh, who did? Who do you reckon? Who's our oh. favourite billionaire? Oh, Muskie? Yeah, Muskie's in there. Adding fuel to the fire was proverbial Elon Musk, who on the 8th of September tweeted and then deleted... Of course he did. ...the following. Because he knows it would have been seen and it would create mayhem. It only has to be there for a second. Yep. Talent hits a target when no one else can. Genius hits a target when no one can see. Because it's in your butt. <laughs> That's funny, Musky. I yeah. like it because <laughs> it's in your butt. <laughs> Mind you, apparently he's he's um going to buy Twitter again. It's back on. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Last thing I heard, he was probably going to get sued because it all fell over. Yeah, I think that might be a bit more real. So I think he's going. Oh fuck! It's right going to be cheaper to buy it. buy it then. Yeah, why not? It's a little bit. He's it's the same as sports bet. Mm. So I guess it could cost me this much if I go this way, but I can cover myself by also going this way. <laughs> Do you know they talked to Gary Wessel? He's the president of the Australian Chess Foundation, mm. the only person they could probably find. Yeah, probably. And he said, whilst cheating with a sex toy in a face-to-face game is hard, <laughs> it's not impossible. <laughs> I speak from experience. It's a shit move, though, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? So here's the thing, though, right? So Neiman has come out now and he's strongly denying all allegations. He's going, fucking no, it wasn't me. I present with you the shaggy defence. It wasn't me. <laughs> if they want me to strip fully naked, I will. So that's going to be a risque for chess. Naked chess. Naked chess. I mean, maybe the woman from the Queen's Gambit. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> s- some old 65-year-old Russian dude called Yevgeny. And also, oh, there are quite, is, there's quite a lot of young people playing chess that are very good at it too. Well, that's the thing. You don't have a 14-year-old boy getting naked with a 67-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you don't. But the thing is, the, see, the problem being is that Neiman come up through the, came up through the ranks online. And the other guy, Carlson. Who went missing for a while too. Did he? It was a movie about it called Finding Neiman. <laughs> anyway, this time they went head to head on just recently. Uh, this time the at the Melt Water Championship Chess Tour Julius Bear Generation Cup. Fuck, say that fast three times. It's getting serious. But after one move, Carlson pulled out, causing further controversy. Um, basically, he's he's trying to make a point, say that this bloke's a cheat. I think what One it is. Move. Well, I think what they're kind of, he's kind of saying is, he's a grandmaster, and he's probably come up through the ranks, and he's probably really, you know, studied under 
old German men and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> while they're um, naked. While they're naked. <laughs> Just the way the way the uh, Olympians used to play yeah. it. Um, I think I think the old guard is maybe not hip to the groove with this young internet chess group. I don't know what it is, but what are you going to do? Fucking chess. The hardest part with naked that is how, how you prove it later on too because this person can obviously play. Well, you have to. You're not going to get to the dance if you haven't got talent. Exactly. So, I mean, they could play and old, old mate could actually beat him. Yes. In, and then he could say, see, he was cheating. It was like, well, no, you just won this game. Mm. You're both on a very even par. And then he could win the next game back. It's I the mean, Lance Armstrong effect. Is it? I believe it is. Like, I genuinely, fuck, this is going to get me the hate Lance mail. This is going to get me hate mail. Please throw this to me. I honestly believe that Lance Armstrong was not the only person who was taking performance-enhancing drugs. Oh, I agree with you. That did the mm. Tour de France or France. Yeah, he was the one that got nabbed. He was supposed to charge for what you shouldn't do. Correct. They Someone dropped a, a dime and, and dobbed him in, right? And he won seven times. Now, I believe when you get to that level of being an athlete, it's the 1%, which is probably what the performance-enhancing drugs mm-hmm. do. But you've still got to do that fucking ride. Oh, yeah. Those drugs don't... It's, yeah, it's not, not, a, not like we could take those drugs and, and win the Tour de France. <laughs> I couldn't it's not even, happening. I couldn't even ride a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be lucky to do that. Like, it's not just the... You take it... It's not the Popeye spinach. <laughs> no, I'm on the drugs. I'm, I'm on, on the drugs. I'm on the drugs. Is that Lance Armstrong? But it's not like Popeye spinach where you take it... No. No, it's really not. It's just not. So... Look, did he deserve to be taken away from titles? Yes, because I think performance-enhancing drugs do tarnish the sport and means that you're not getting the – it's probably dangerous for the athletes for the most part. Oh, definitely. But Especially all, if you're at that peak performance level and you take something else, there's got to be a level of danger within that. Well, your body is saying this is your limit. Mm. And so to taking these drugs or doing whatever is saying, let's ignore what my body is saying and I'll fucking push it harder. Mm. And, yeah, so... Exactly. I mean, if you're a chess player, your body's at your peak brain limit. You suddenly put a plug into an orifice. Yeah. And that is maybe a release moment for concentration and, Mm. you know, all those little bits and pieces the body seems to get rid of while you're stressing out and you're concentrating so hard and you block that up. Mm. Just, it might not end well. Okay. Counter argument. Mm Mm-hmm. You are an online chess whiz. Yes. As I know you to be. Oh, as I know you to be. Um, and you do decide to uh, put some anal beat in right, yeah. when you're performing. A loop first, though. Yeah. Well, Not an amateur. No, exactly. <laughs> professional. Yeah, but yeah. so you, you're at a ma- massive tournament and you're like, yeah. I just need the edge. Yep. So you put the old anal beads up the jacksie. Yep. The jacksie. Up the jacksie. <laughs> haven't heard that before. The jacksie. Mm-hmm. Right, eh? Your we'll jack's cracker. <laughs> I thought it might have been like the Jackson 5. <laughs> I thought it might have been a bit racy. <laughs> anyway. Right. Uh, but you're only doing it because you know that if you have an orgasm, you get to this euphoric state and you think. Right. Thinking, okay. And yep. your thinking becomes sort of out of the box and you'll think crazy things like, whoa, I might move that bishop there when no one else would because it's suicide, but it can give me the edge. And no one else is controlling it. You're the only person. You've, you've got your own little sort of controls. And you're really just got them up there for your own pleasure and to get to this euphoric brain mm. state, releasing your own chemical endorphins and all that kind of See, stuff. I'm, I get you. Yeah, that's I'm why people have sex, because it feels really fucking good. That's possible. It takes you to the next level. Yeah. That's why I was a soccer team over in bloody England. Yes. I don't know what that used to be called, but they decided to use anal beads the whole time. They called themselves Arsenal. <laughs> And they were really good. The gunners. They were really good. <laughs> no one ever realised that. No. It's a very hidden thing, but yeah. every single player had a vibrating anal bead And that's ass. why they became the team they are today. They called themselves Arsenal. Arsenal. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's just fucking gold. Uh, you had tennis and something else, didn't you? I did. Um, <laughs> all right, tennis. God, we do a great sports podcast. Don't we ever. <laughs> Okay, now, one of the things that they do, especially in American sports, is they do do a lot of filming of the crowd, because mm-hmm. their sports sometimes are a bit fucking boring. 
You're going to talk about a chugger, aren't you? I am. Jeez, I am on the You're media like right savant. now. It's incredible. So Once Me- again, haven't read the story. I only saw the, the titles. So Megan Lucky, right? Lucky by name, lucky by nature. And pretty cute too, Fucking from what I remember. Beast of a woman. Mm. Beast of a woman. I mean, how she's able to go out in public without some sort of shroud. I can is never understand me. how these incredibly horrific women yeah. always tend to get this profile in media where they're noticing the crowd and for some reason the camera just goes to them. It's because they're so horrific in nature. Complete mm. wildebeest of a woman. I mean, yep. I'm surprised the doctor didn't just recoil in horror as she came out of her mother's <laughs> vagina. Someone actually said, are you an anal bead? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rest? Are you, you, know? are you shaking because you're nervous? Or? <laughs> anyway, so last year at the US Open, mm-hmm. the camera's panning around. There she is sitting with a boyfriend who, quite frankly, I mean, he's a good-looking rooster, but he is... Probably punched a bit right. above his weight. Yep. I mean, he's in. He's not out of his division, but he's probably been. He's come to a dance that he probably shouldn't belong in. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's why that. He's got a nice sense of humour. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good um, personality. So the, the cameras panned her. She's got a frothy in her hand. Yep. Does a Bob Hawk. Does a Bob Hawk. Necks it. Mm. Now at the time she's wearing something that is. It's just a, a plain white dress. Yep. You know, it's summer. It's warm. Whatever. Once again, beast of a woman. Absolute beast. Um, and that's great. Well, bugger me. 12 months later, she's at the US Open again. Same boyfriend, so he's done well for himself. Well, good. They've, he's a stayer. <laughs> he's, he yeah. is a stayer. Mm-hmm. Stayer and a player. Yeah. Um, it's great, isn't it, that he decided to stay with someone just for their personality. Has to, because yeah. nothing to do with the looks. Good on him. You know, because um, men are like that. We are. We are lovely folk. Exactly. We're lovely folk. <laughs> we love personalities. Yep. Um, and there she is, picked out of the crowd again. What a coincidence. And the commentator made mention, this is the same woman from last year. Do you reckon they knew she was going to – do you reckon it was set up in any way, shape, or form or I, not? No, I reckon she's rocked up, but and oh. I reckon someone's picked her and gone, is that the same chick from last year? Because it would be the same commentators you would think from year on year to something like that. Same cameraman, I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing his trench coat. Well, it's a little bit like the old days in um, especially cricket. Mm. Because you haven't got people kind of bouncing around cheering a lot at cricket. They're seated. They're having a drink. They're, yeah. do- they're watching the game. It always used to happen, I'm not talking, you know, 10, 20 years, probably 20 years ago, mm. where the camera would go around and they'd always pick out a really attractive girl or a woman in the crowd. And mm. they'd focus on them for a bit. Of course. I never did it to guys. No. Only ever to girls. And Gary's I mean, I'm not right saying there. there's a coincidence. <laughs> but... Anyway, so they've picked her out, and she's gone, yep, I'll fucking do that again. And so she's necked another cup of beer. Now her Insta Insta (laughs) followers, and she's wanting to make her tradition. She's going to be the beer chugger girl. Okay. Instagram has blown up. Um, Lucky's done back-to-back beer gulping, has inspired others to follow in her footsteps. Oh, great. Healthy lifestyles. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, it's just lots of... Unfortunately, none of the blokes who are drinking beers seem to be as popular. No, it's weird. But is it a big beer? I mean, is it an incredible effort or is it just I've scaled a beer? Ten ounce. Right up. So it's nothing dramatic. It's a a plastic cup that you get at the footy. So in other words, if a guy had done it- She hasn't had a yard glass. No one would have (laughs) even looked at it. No, I think you watch any sport, you'll see a hundred blokes do that, and then they'll form a fucking towel with the plastic I'll, cups. I'll be doing it at the Ashes in England next year. Exactly. And if I don't see you front and centre in the middle of my 65 centimetre yep, Wearing a white dress, yeah. chugging a beer. <laughs> oh, I would pay It'll be known as the trans-Tassie guy. <laughs> I'd pay cash money to see that. Um, She's like, I think it's the coolest, I think it's like the coolest thing ever. Um, I'm honoured. I love bringing people together through sport. I like oh, really, really cool to be a symbol almost. Uh, Lucky admitted she was not a major beer enthusiast. Ah. Ah, doesn't have a favourite brand or brew. Would uh, just drink water or whatever's in front of me, she said, while stressing that she does not advocate binge drinking, as her speedy swigging may suggest. Yeah, once to do it every year. <laughs> yeah, it was like, in the moment, I was like, have to fun, but not really pounding like a hundred beers, she said with a laugh. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Look, That's Megan. Good um, on her. But her Instagram has um has blown up. Yeah. Of course it has. So I reckon 
if she can keep that tradition going, she will get some. Sp- I guarantee you, next year she's wearing a Budweiser t-shirt. So as, as I say, <laughs> she just gone from someone at a normal Instagram account to now being an influencer. Yeah, I believe so. Mm. I think she was just a, a, a regular gal. Yep. Didn't mind a bit of tennis. Just happened to get the spotlight. Just happened to, and it was just that happened one. Happened to have night. a beer in hand. And you can see a, a boyfriend's just looking at it with his doopy grin going, fuck, I'll marry the beer chugger girl. <laughs> 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 or I've got the beer chugger girl. I don't know what's going on. It's just crazy. Wouldn't you think that? <laughs> I mean, all honesty, if someone said, oh, you seen someone? Yeah, I'm with the beer chugger girl. I think the image that most people get in their head would be like, <laughs> oh, she doesn't sound that great. Oh no! I think, but I, I but rec- then you look at the like the video, you'd be like, "Dude, Dude. <laughs> winning the beer chugger girl!" <laughs> but that's what she'll be known as, the beer chugger girl. Mm. And there'll be beer chugger girl t-shirts. There'll she'll- be probably a pop song. Yeah, mm. I'm a beer chugger girl <laughs> in a chugging world, <laughs> chugging frothies, not the softies, <laughs> not the softies, soft drinks. Okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll give that, yeah. Your brain went there somewhere it, else, it Mr. Did. Barnes. It did. You've I'm sorry. A... No, I know. Anyway, and the last, the last one I've got, Tell which is me. on tennis. Okay, so. It wasn't something else. Yeah, but we're fucking, oh, we're going forever about that, and it's just probably not funny. <laughs> Since, have you listened to the rest of this episode? Okay, all it was <laughs> was a woman got performing <laughs> at, okay, baseball. We've spoken about baseball. Baseball, right, yep. Slow game. Yep. No one does anything. Oh, Cam runs, though. Yeah, but camera's panning around, panning People around. People run around a bit. Panning around, panning around. And then all of a sudden, uh, the camera spotted something where there's a guy sitting there. Sitting uh, where? On, in the stands. Yeah. And- um, Be a place to be sitting. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's sitting in the stands. Way up the top, though. There's no one else around him. Oh, right. Empty seats. Like, it's not Major League Baseball. No friends, Freddie. No friends, Freddie. Yeah. Well, he's got one friend. Who's on her knees in front of him? <laughs> oh, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> nice. Shit, yeah. Really? Playing the pink oboe, apparently. <laughs> really? Yeah. At the baseball. I mean, that's how slow this game is. Yeah, but maybe that's your the test. I mean, doesn't that make it a little <laughs> bit obvious? Day five, you're if, if in you're this- there by yourself, you're the only person there. Yep. And you just got this little movement just in <laughs> this front head, of you, head bobbing. Yeah, up and like down. you know, it's, it's not like you're holding a bloody a popcorn bucket exactly and you're just moving it around a little bit i mean surely there'd be someone that would spot that well they did <laughs> and they put it on the on the on the someone filmed it it's been viewed more than two million times oh wow yeah so people know like they haven't kept it on the down low so i wonder so this is this now gets my brain thinking and then it I looks wonder like which guy thinks they're luckier the baseball up and down man yes the fan or, or the cameraman. The, or the guy with the chugger girl. Chugger like, girl. But, I mean, maybe the chugger girl's boring. Maybe the only good thing she does is chug beer. Maybe she doesn't do anything else. Maybe she's still a virgin. All those things are possible, but I mm. saw the way she chugged that beer. <laughs> 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 maybe it's the same girl. Could be. Maybe she was cheating on him. Not the same guy. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> She's a bad chugger girl. Bad, <laughs> bad chugger girl. That's right, you're naughty. <laughs> naughty. Naughty. Yeah. Naughty chugger girl. <laughs> so wrong. Okay. Andre Agassi. Perhaps one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Oh. He reached the final. Wasn't the, the same when he cut his hair off, though. There you go. Well, he, yeah. This is, the, the year Collingwood were in the grand final, mm-hmm. 1990. Yep. Was in the French Open. Um, and he was about 19, and he was playing in the final of the French fucking Open, and he lost. I, I love that you're um you're really sitting here with the like the modern sports news. Yeah, so I'm um, sorry, guys. Spoilers. Spoilers from 1990. In 1990. Andre lost. Why do you think Andre Agassi said in 1990 he lost the French Open? What was his reason? I don't tell me it's going to be because he cut his hair off. No, he All still right. he, he had said long hair. He had the full right. um, massive spike with Moulay. Right, with the the theme we've got going at the moment, I'm going to say come up with something <laughs> <Anal beats>. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> There's Pat Cash in the corner. <laughs> We're controlling the anal beats. I don't know if I had the vote. The, well, no, because it was the '90s, so there's actually a cord running it's on the cord. He's cord. got the remote. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
That was not in. It was not all the way in. Is it something like with the theme we've got going? That he that he had sex the night before or something? No, like no, because I know sportsmen say that sometimes. You know, they should refrain from yeah, sexual yeah, activity yeah. to keep them in their prime. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, would it be something to do with um, I don't know temperature of the court? No, maybe something with his clothing. You were closer when you said his hair. Oh, okay, because he played the nineteen ninety French Open. Mm-hmm. In a toupee. In a toupee? That's not his natural hair. What he's known for is not his natural hair. It was a fucking wig. Andre played in a wig? Correct. He in played the, the 1990. Did he ever have open. long hair? At one point. But then he started to get male pattern baldness. FX1 in four men. Um <laughs> Played. Thank you very much. That was good. <laughs> One in four. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> One in four Australian males will experience some form of male pattern baldness. Incredible. Mm. Um, so he, it's a lot of advanced information, that. Isn't it ever? Mm. So he put a wig on. I did. He liked know it so that. much, he put a wig on it. <laughs> Is this, and he was is so this worried. new information, or have you sourced this up from ages ago? Yeah, because I'm reading the newspaper from 1990. <laughs> I found it under the carpet somewhere. Is it, is it a new no, I think somewhere? No, I think it's a new thing. It's a new revelation that he's made. Wow. Um, and he was That's so breaking con- news. He was so concerned about his wig falling off, it really was distracting. Well, and it wasn't until afterwards, like, he kind of was so worried about what the journalist would write if knowing that he was bald. Um and that's why he went on and wore a wig in the final. And he was so worried about it falling off in the match that he didn't play his best game. Well, you wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Because it's a fairly vigorous game, tennis, at that level. Exactly. And you're running around, you're jumping. He wore a wig for another five years before he shaved his head. Wowzers. And accepted the fact that he was just fucking bald. And then he went on to become... He did all right. He's won four Grand Slams. I mean, and he's literally... One of the greatest it tennis wasn't, players. Who was he married to? Wasn't he married to a- Brooke Shields? Yeah, that's who it was. I got to say, it was a movie star of some kind. Like, I mean, mm. fucking good at his sport. Like, didn't need the hair. He wasn't like Samson. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, wore a wig though. Wore a wig for that long. Yes. At least he must have gotten used to it. Apparently not. He was so concerned because obviously, I mean. Like, if you're walking down the street and you, you know, singing your flock of seagulls, like, there's no dramas there. But if you're on centre court at the French Open, it's generally summer and you're probably sweating a little bit. Yeah, you're running back and forth and bloody left and right. You're going to need Aerodite to keep that on. You can't just double tape it. No. Not at all. No, not at all. And you can't just staple it on. People will see that. Well, eventually. Yeah. (laughs) The blood's blood's going to trickle down. Yeah. And the head does tend to bleed a lot. I mean, he was so committed. He would actually sweat blood. Mm. No, Incredible. Really. Anyway. There you go, Andreassi. Played the wing. That's good. I, that is bizarre. It is bizarre. Like, that's one of those it's, weird things where it nearly sounds like it is just a joke. Especially when you go back and have a look at a photo of Andre Agassi in 1990. He didn't just go a normal wig. He went some sort of Siberian husky. Like, he really, he was all in. On this fucking wig. I'll show you the photo later. But here's a here's the thing though for people that are listening. Do you reckon sometimes people listening to our show mm. and and I know they're a they're a weird, strange bunch. We they know are, we this. love them anyway. Oh definitely. We love all the weird, strange, eclectic South Road Boys listeners. Okay. All of you. Yep. You know, not you, Steve. You're <laughs> too fucking weird. Yeah. But the rest of you, it's okay. <laughs> exactly. But we could tell a story like this. Mm. And everyone's like, wow, whatever. And then laughed. We could turn this off and sit on the couch and go, can't believe they believe that shit. Like, <laughs> as, if, it- as if Rondo Agassi would have worn a fucking wig. Our listeners are fucking dumb. And then they Google it and go, oh, we did. Yeah. I but wonder I- how many people actually do fact check something that we don't. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> well, we know some do. Because you yeah. do the occasional message oh, where someone yes. like, oh, by the way, check yes. this, and you guys are wrong. Mm. Or, yes, that's actually right. Yeah, or, or, no, it was two years earlier. Yeah, fuck you. you know, or, no, Princess Di is actually still alive, you fucking idiots. Exactly. You know, like, S- signed, 
mm. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I do wonder sometimes um, whether people really do believe us, and if they do, is that on them or on us? More on them, probably. We make no claims, no, none at all. But the claims that we will make is that if you arrive to the Penguin Beer Company with a Ticket, the golden ticket in your hand. Which is any ticket. Which is any ticket. Any <laughs> ticket is a golden ticket. Um, on the 20th of s- October, I was about to say September, October. On a Thursday. On a Thursday. Thursday to Thursday to 20th. Um, you're going to get us two hours. Yep. We'll, it's basically our usual show. And I did say as well, I put the statement on this in the last week, that if someone buys five tickets in one hit, mm. I'll buy them a beer. Bloody oath you will. Fuck, that's Probably. the kind of man I am. And and we'll video you chugging it <laughs> <laughs> in a white dress. Yeah, yeah, wear a white dress. You can be the beer chugger boy or girl. Or girl, doesn't matter. Perfect. Mm. Um, come along, folks. It will be a bit of a cack. We will try and um, Halloween theme the show a little yeah. bit. Um, I mean, it's not really going. It's not going to be like like it's not like we're going to be dressed up as monsters and ghouls and it's like all that trick or treaty stuff. You know us. We won't go to that effort. No, fuck no. It's just it's going to be a bit of a theme with what we talk about. It might be just dumb stories about scary shit or weird shit or costumes or Halloween inspired erotic reading roulette. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I mean, we would do anything to trick you to come along, Mm. and it'll be our treat. (laughs) On that, roadies. I am Joe. I'm Troy, and we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.